signature moment the visual definition and affirmation of the multi-billion dollar bonanza known as march madness the image of valvano sprinting across the court his tie flailing like clark kent's en route to a phone booth his face blended into a cocktail of ecstasy terror shock and deranged joy has been a staple of cbs's television coverage like syrup on pancakes ever since. My buddies and I passed many a day in the park, not only playing, but dissecting and debating any and everything hoops related. One day we went through the pantheon of legendary names produced on our home turf. The playground legends like The Destroyer, The Goat, Jumpin' Jackie Jackson, The Helicopter, Pee Wee Kirkland, and Fly Williams. Acclaimed pros such as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lenny Wilkins, and Bob Cousy, Connie Hawkins, and Tiny Archibald. We followed the timeline up to our current favorites, Julius, Dr. J. Irving, Bernard and Albert King, Sidney Green, Sam Worthen, and Vinnie the Microwave Johnson. We marveled at the teenagers we watched in high school and summer tournaments, or heard about in the tales of urban legend, like Dwayne the Pearl Washington, Lloyd Sweet P. Daniels, Richie the Animal Adams, John Spider Sally, Ed Davender, Bruce Dalrymple, Rod Strickland, the Coney Island Marbury Brothers, Eric, Donnie Jr., and Norman whose younger brother, Stefan, would go on to surpass them all. Chris Mullen, Mark Jackson, Walter Berry, and Ed Pinckney, who we were certain would one day add to the legacy. A man in his young twenties, a neighbor with incredible talent, whom we'd watched and cheered for in neighborhood hoops tournaments, resplendent in a burgundy silk sweatsuit, gold medallion, and those funky-looking new sneakers called Nikes, listened intently adding his own two cents on occasion. As he stood up, stretching a lithe six-foot-four frame, he looked at me with one raised eyebrow and said something I'll never forget. Yeah, New York is the king of basketball, but the best team I ever saw is from Baltimore, he said. Dunbar. The dudes on the bench are going Division I on scholarship. They've got the number one high school player in the country named Reggie Williams, but the funny thing is, he's not even the best player on his own team. Their best player is the point guard, a little dude about five feet tall, a midget named Bugsy. We laughed at that last statement, thinking he was joking. Yeah, right, a midget point guard named Bugsy. And he better than the top player in the country? Okay. We giggled and shrugged. Shortly thereafter, I was attending a prestigious boarding school in Massachusetts on a scholarship for talented minority students from the inner city. Initially homesick, I took solace in one facet from home, the one universal language spoken everywhere. I surrounded myself with it, insulating myself from a profound cultural shockwave. It carried me through five painstaking hours of study every night. I wasn't in Brooklyn anymore, but I still had basketball. I quickly acclimated myself to Boston's subway system, the T, and frequented the gyms at Harvard, Boston College, Northeastern, as well as the famed Boston Garden.
Thanks to a classmate whose father had access to season tickets, I sat eight rows behind the Celtics bench. It was an incredible upgrade from my beloved nosebleeds in Madison Square Garden. I witnessed Red Auerbach light that damn victory cigar more times than I cared to recount. I became enraptured by the steamy, decrepit structure that shook to its core as Larry Bird's soft jump shots splashed through the nets. I saw a frail-looking, wiry kid named Reggie Lewis at Northeastern University annihilate the college competition and admired his skill and fearlessness. When I learned that he didn't start for his high school squad back in Baltimore, I wanted to find out about that team. Sure enough, he played for the Dunbar crew that I'd heard about in one of my playground debates back in Brooklyn. I stayed glued to the new cable channel with the innovative idea of 24-hour sports programming, ESPN, to the consternation of my prep school classmates. And when I saw an incredible five-foot-three...